Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are in the midst of what I would describe as the great toddler sickness outbreak of 2022. Uh, <laughs> it came for me with a vengeance. It and really then, then it rebounded that. hard on Henry. Yeah, Henry was like not really sick. Like he wasn't sick enough that he needed to stay home from school. And then Matt got really sick, and now Henry is very sick. Like all yeah. of a sudden, and I, I the people I've had contact with. Or Henry and Henry's grandfather. So, who's responsible? I don't know. Not naming any names. But 12 hours after I was in a car with one of them, suddenly I was sick. Yeah, but you had also been around Henry for days. And I think he had more, <laughs> more germs. So, like, are you anyway, saying Henry whatever. like gave me something that yes. wasn't the current sickness that he has? No, or is I think he's it still was. in that sickness. I think he's still in that sickness. This is it's just he wasn't really he wasn't really sick. This is like, why everyone should be wearing masks during cold and flu season. Yeah. I mean, I mean, remember the, I, I the think, winter of 2021? Like, what a great cold and flu season it was. <laughs> Nobody got sick. Well, it was, it was weird having a baby then because, like, pre-lockdown, like, he was literally sick right up until lockdown. He had hand, foot, and mouth right before lockdown. Yes. And then all of a sudden, lockdown happens, and he didn't get sick for, like, a year and a half. <laughs> I mean, 
Look, I, I'm not a scientist, but I would I would declare that as scientific proof. Yeah, but it also like he also needed to be building up his immune system then. So wow. I think that's also partly why the aftermath he was he did get sick quite a bit as as I think most kids did. Anyway, whatever. <sighs> Look, all I know is Dory's dad came in after visiting Dory's sister's kids, and one of those kids had strep throat. Then he comes in and gets in my car, sits in the front seat, takes his mask off. And the next day, my throat is sore. I'm just saying. He was a carrier. Okay. I had to like, I was so weak that day. I left the golf course and then uh, early, I was like, I can't keep playing. This is ridiculous. I don't feel like a person. I can't swing anything. And then I came home and uh, that was when we discovered, well, actually we didn't discover it. I was sleepy all day. Took five to 10 naps. (laughs) And then there was a, day later or two days later that Dory informed me that I had taken the uh, Mucinex nighttime <laughs> in the daytime. <laughs> so Which? unclear how much of the sickness made me sleepy and how much of the medicine made me sleepy. But I think like <laughs> the first two days I slept probably like 30 hours out of the 48. You slept a lot. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's been weird. It's like, it's, it's, it's moving in sections. So like very weak first couple of days. And then I get my strength back a little bit. And then my, uh, sinus headache starts to dissipate, but then my throat hurts. Then my throat starts to feel okay. And now I've got this cough. And Henry seems to be in the cough stage. We should also mention that you've taken several COVID tests. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I could I could sell these negatives to some some people on TikTok or something. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing, right? <laughs> you want some negative uh, tests? Hit me up. <laughs> Just swab my nostrils all day for you guys. Uh, yeah. So, and then this morning. Henry was re- Henry was screaming at like six forty five in the morning, and I got him out of bed, and he was like wanted to go outside, and I'm like, no, six forty five in the morning, we're both sick. So then I put on Toy Story four, and we watched it until Dory came in, because then when he saw Mama on a Sunday morning, he's like. It's got to be close to 8 o'clock. I should be watching Mickey. (laughs) (laughs) So, my attempt at getting him to watch a movie all the way through Uh, failed. Yeah. (coughs) And then he, uh, and then last night, Dory went to a fundraiser thing for their parent meeting gathering party. I don't know what you would call it. What would you call it? A parent a preschool fundraiser. Okay. And she left. And uh, Holly was there yesterday so that Dory and I could record the Bake Off episode, which we did. It's available on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Or excellent. Do you remember? Um, excellent adventure. Okay. No, uh, excellent. Head there. Sorry. Forward slash excellent. 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 No, because I'm reading your notes right here and it says forward slash excellent adventure. Oh my God. Excellent adventure. (laughs) I'm like losing it. You're right. Wow. Anyway. So uh, Holly stayed till it was pajama time. So then I started putting on his pajamas. I told Henry to say goodnight to Holly. And he goes, goodnight, Holly. Goodbye. And then she leaves. 
And then within about 10 minutes, Henry vomits like four times. <laughs> Which is like, the, this is like the second time he's done that to me. Where he's like, once the coast is clear, Dita, I'm going to puke everywhere. And you're going to have to clean it up. I'm trying to, or the last place, I don't know where you were, but you went somewhere else and that happened again. Anyway, he coughed. Then he calls it choking up. He asked why he choked up. I explained to him that it's because he needed to. And uh, that was that. I can't tell what's happening over here. Your eyes are going left and right like you're looking at something that isn't this conversation we're currently having. I'm looking at the, I'm reading the, um, reading the emails, making sure that this is what I want to. This is interesting because Dory and I are doing it on some sort of platform she uses for, uh, what do you call it there? Forever 35? Rivers, Forever 35, yes. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I like it. Well, you're weird. Feels on your like zoom feels like it's quicker. Your office has like no ventilation and you not criticizing you for not being in here. Okay. It's different though. I agree. I'm simply stating a fact. So people are wondering like why there is a long spaces of silence. It's because I'm anticipating that she's going to say something and then she doesn't say anything. Or it's like she's waiting for me to answer a question and I haven't answered a question because there's like a weird delay. Anyway. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, there is, a weird, you'd like to there is a weird delay. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm trying to think. My dad was here this week, as Matt alluded to. Um, the first day Henry didn't want to play with him, but, but he said he would he play like, with him. At least he made it clear. He made it clear. And he was like, I'll play with him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he ne- he just needed a day to like acclimate. <laughs> yep. Um, and then played a lot of, a lot of baseball with. On with Tuesday dad. afternoon. A box, giant box arrived from Dick Sporting Goods, and it was the bucket of 48 practice plastic baseballs I had bought Henry. <laughs> um, today is Sunday. And you, oh, and you said you said these should last two weeks. I thought they would last two weeks. They lasted till today. They're gone. They're gone. So. They're not, not like they're gone, gone. They're on our roof and in our top of our shrubs where I would need a 20 foot ladder to get to. Um, and he deliberately hits them to the moon. <laughs> and it's really like, I don't know. He's got a great swing, good hand eye coordination, but it's expensive. Those balls were like, I don't know. I think it was like, you know, it was like, that was relatively cheap. They were like 30 bucks or 25 bucks for 48. But like, so it's like 50 cents a ball. Yeah. But like on Amazon, it's like a dollar 20 a ball. Oh. Yeah. Dick's, I Dick's mean, sporting goods. If you're ever in the market for a bucket of plastic balls. <laughs> what's your, really uh, what's your, what's your proposed solution? Do you have one? I think if I just keep getting him those buckets, eventually he'll have filled the shrubs so much that the balls will start to come out. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll hit another, he'll hit one into the shrubs <laughs> and it'll ha- there'll be nowhere about- for the other one to go. He'll knock the next one out. You know, one way to get them off the roof might be Listening. with a, with a drone, but he's afraid of no, drones. Thank you. Why would we do that to him? <laughs> Oh god, he hates drones. Um yeah, I can't really think of any other any other solutions. Yeah. All right. Well, other than getting a really tall ladder. 
I appreciate your effort in trying to help me. Um, but yeah, so I guess the, the do I order more? I guess I do, right? <laughs> There's no way I around mean, it. I guess. Unless you start taking him to the park and like only playing at the park, but he, he just wants to play constantly is yes, the problem. So that is not realistic. I don't know. Well, all right. Listen, Let's oh, see, anything T-ball else? was T-ball was T-ball was rained out this week, so he didn't even get his yeah. T-ball fix. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't even get to hit that ball three times. Exactly. Like he, so like you he know, does every, every week he gets to hit the ball three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's what essentially we drive. Um, uh, we drive an hour and twenty minutes round trip so that he can so hit he a can ball, hit ball three, three times, times. off a tee. Yeah, and slide kind of into plastic bases. It's very funny to me. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's pointless. You don't. I think it's. I think it's. I think. It, I think it's a good. It's good for him. I think it's good for him to get out there. Actually, and- I mean, I agree with you in the sense that, like, it is good to see him participating in a group activity and gradually not be like the weirdo who is like running away from everyone. Like he's actually starting to like do the things that everyone else is doing. Yeah. And the weirdo who slides into every base. Yeah. He's not doing that anymore. (laughs) We were watching some base. Was it maybe Padres Dodgers and Mm -hmm. someone slid into home and I was like, Oh, that looks like how Henry slides. (laughs) Yeah. Like Look, in the sense that it was in the sense that it was a an unnecessary slide. Like like the the runner would have been very safe. Well, they, that's because the ball bounced off of the mound on the throw in. But you can't you can't run into the plate expecting that to happen. You gotta pretend it's not happening. Well, anyway, the the way it all played out, it it reminded me of Henry. Anyway. Um, we do, we need your emails. So email us at Dorian Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail and do call or text us at 413-461-BABY. And as discussed earlier, um, our Patreon is patreon.com slash excellent adventure. We do our regular two bonus episodes um, each month, but now during the Great British Bake Off season, we are recapping Great British Bake Off every week. It's a real hoot. Um, so at the $10 level or above. So head on over there if you want to check that out. Um, and we are going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, 
tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. All right. We have returned. And we have an email from <coughs> Rachel. Hi, Dory and Matt. My husband has me completely obsessed now with your podcast. He's been listening for years. What? I said I'm sorry to her. Oh, oh, I see. Um, He's been listening for years and we read on, we went on a road trip and he played it and now I'm invested. First off, (laughs) love Henry and his ripping of books and imaginary friends. I feel less bad about not giving my 22 month old books with legit paper pages in her crib. Because she's a menace and I'm pretty sure ruins things for fun on a regular basis. Yeah, I I would avoid that. Um, I have to be honest. I was hesitant at first to listen to your podcast as an OBGYN because I was unsure if this would feel like another day at the office, but it didn't. You guys are so funny and remind me so much of my ridiculous banter with my husband. I just wanted to write in for the listener questioning egg freezing while in med school because she had like nine years of school left as someone who has been through it, just have babies when you want and forget about where you are in your training and the long run, it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, time can be important. I agree with Matt though. When he said age 29, if thinking of freezing the younger, the better. So do so ASAP and do embryos over eggs. If an option, I do have to say though, you may consider eggs unless a ring is on the finger as I've seen long-term relationships also explode at this point in training. If you are in a state where it's covered, it's often quite cost-effective to do while a student or resident. Also, if your OB won't discuss it with you or seems ill-informed, then find a new one. We should be able to counsel you on the pros and cons, and really, it's the financial aspect that I'm clueless on, as that's so specific for insurances. Long story short, if you have the means, may not plan to initiate childbearing till after 35, and want all your options, then freeze the eggs or embryos. Options are power. More importantly, though, if you want a family, you can do that and be a doctor in any point of your training. Not always easy, and you'll need some help, but so worth it. I didn't meet my husband till the end of my training, and therefore no babies till after training, including being AMA for the last one. But I work just as long, if not more, afterwards. I mean this to say, you do you. You want a baby, then have a baby, because it's not necessarily that easy. Freezing may give you peace of mind, but it's not a guarantee. Don't freeze versus trying to conceive because you think you should. Good luck on your journey and your training. Also, Matt and Dory, I'm envious that you seem to enjoy Henry at T-Ball. I found I find our four-year-old playing sports so painful. I usually am annoyed during soccer, watching her pout up and down the field, saying she doesn't like team sports. Please continue giving the positive experiences you have and hope to have those one day. Hugs, Rachel, 3,000 square feet, New England, two kids, five TVs, including one in bedroom, largest 65 inches. We are definitely a TV family. Possibly one hot dog this year that Matt would count. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Thank you for writing in, Rachel. Well, you see the problem there is soccer is not really an individual sport. It's really a team sport. And T-ball slash baseball it's really individual performance in a team atmosphere yeah you know it's reminding me of a conversation that i actually had last night with a couple other parents at 
at our preschool event. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying to another mom, I was like, you got to parent the kid that you have. And it's like, your kid doesn't sound super into soccer. She's pouting up and down the field. She doesn't like team sports. Like, why force this? You know? Like, maybe uh, she'll come Maybe she'll come back to it in a few years. Maybe she won't. Like, maybe team sports just aren't her thing. And, like, that's okay. Team sports are not for everyone. This really took a turn. She was not writing in to ask us about whether or not her daughter should be involved in soccer. I, I don't care. I have thoughts. <laughs> this person wrote in, I am giving my thoughts on this topic. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I think as a parent, it's really easy to project a lot onto our kids. And I try not to do that, but, like, of course I do it. Um, and, but I just, you know, I try to be, like, mindful of it, I guess. Right. Well, I mean, it's like, it's interesting, like, when he's, I find that, like, when he's sick, and you can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, when he's, like, sick, like, tonight, or, like, manic crazy, I do a better job at getting him out of that. What does that have to do with anything we just said? <laughs> I'm parenting the kid we have, whereas you're like parenting yourself. What? I don't you think just that's had this. Cool. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I just how like it's like how does myself? how does Henry what how does Henry respond about? how does Henry respond to sick versus Dory? Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like when you're sure. like you need him to get in the house. Mm-hmm. because he just threw up and now he's running around and he's naked. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, let the, let the animal run free <laughs> for a minute. That's the differences. Whereas like someone like you should not go outside immediately after vomiting. Henry needs to be released into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Subtle differences. I guess That's I all. I guess I see what you're saying. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Um, And thank you for your advice from an OBGYN perspective. I appreciate that as well. All right. Moving on to an email from Anonymous. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. Please keep this anonymous. Done. Consider it kept. My husband recently got the shock of his life to find out that he has a half-brother 17 years older than him. He was contacted via Facebook by the man's wife after they had done a 23andMe panel. She said that her husband was adopted and that they recently found his birth certificate with my mother-in-law's name on it. My husband is, was, an only child, so we thought there had to be a mistake. It was bugging him, though, so he finally brought it up to his mom, and she admitted it. She got pregnant at 18 and gave up the baby for adoption. She was ashamed and had planned to take the secret to her grave. After a lengthy processing period, what is so funny? Why are you I'm laughing? Imagining, I'm just imagining this. I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm not laughing at the uh, uh, wonderfully uh, wise beyond her years 18-year-old who decided to give that child up for adoption to have a better life. I'm laughing at the thought of an older woman saying she's taking something to her grave. <laughs> It's very funny to me. Wait, why? I don't know. I'm just like, just like to think like, you really think it's never going to come out. This, this, this secret of yours that you're just going to take it to your Mm. grave. It's very funny to me. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I think, I think that this is pretty common among people of that generation because there wasn't this genetic testing. And so they could have taken the secret to their grave, like especially if it was like a closed adoption and they didn't sure. think that anyone would ever be able to access the birth certificate. Like, I don't think this that it's that crazy. 
what I think is interesting is that I feel like the husband probably brought it up thinking the mother was going to be like, what? No. They're like, what are you talking about? That's not, that's not me. And instead she was oh, like, sure. uh, actually, yeah. I mean, yeah. and like, I, that, that's like, that's a lot. Like, I mean, look, you know, if my like, mother was wise enough to do that, I wouldn't know that my sister Kim existed. But instead, she and my dad got married and they're still married and currently in Europe. So, you know, there are many ways to go about this. That's true. It's just like, I mean, this woman has probably been keeping the secret for 60 years or something. Like, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot to carry. Anyway, let us continue this email. After a lengthy processing period, my husband is getting more used to the idea and is somewhat interested in meeting this guy. As an only child, he always wanted a brother. The problem is that his mom wants absolutely nothing to do with it. She told him she never wants to speak of it and basically mm. wants to go back to believing her first son doesn't exist. The other thing is that we have learned the brother, while fine now, had a pretty rough childhood in foster care. My husband, on the other hand, had a wonderful childhood and amazing mom. So now it feels like my husband is in a weird, surreal situation. If he has a relationship with his brother, it will basically be against his mother's wishes. Obviously, she can't stop him, but he's very loyal to her and extremely conflicted. Have any eggheads out there navigated something like this before? Any advice? Thanks, Anonymous. Mm. That's tricky. For a number of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a lot of questions. Like, so this person's writing into our podcast, this anonymous person, mm-hmm. uh, average age of our podcast audience is like, what, probably 30? No, I think it's probably 35. Okay. So 35, uh, mother has 18, who's now how many years older? 17 years older than him. So she had her husband when she was 35. Yeah. So, and then that. So she's 70, probably in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. The mom. Yeah. Let's uh, say that is an interesting conundrum. Because, I mean, like the whole point of the, you know, adoption is sort of is that right you're sort of like i can't handle this child right now i'm an 18 year old in this instance i've got i've got to give the child up for adoption and then i'm gonna continue with my life and not ever acknowledge this yeah, I can't see why she'd want to acknowledge it now. The guilt, I mean, it's honestly, she's, I don't think she's being a bad person at all. I think she's just got so much guilt mm-hmm. that you can't, I don't think you can begin to scratch the surface of how much guilt she has. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, egg, I think. Eggheads who might have been through that, let us know. I think people in her position tend to go like one of two ways, like either the way she's going or the guilt overwhelms them in the way that they, they want to re- they want to find the child and like make amends. Right. I think, and like, clearly not and have a relationship. Here. Yeah. Which is not yeah. the case here. I mean, I mean, I think your husband should pursue a relationship with his brother, whether or not your mom, his mom if does, he wants but to. It sounds like he does. It sounds like he wants to, but he doesn't want to like go kind of against his mom. Uh, I can totally see that. And like, that's uh, tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough. tough. Yeah. So I would love to hear from people in, in who have been in this position. Um, I don't even know. All right. I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's very hard to say. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You have a good relationship with your mother, then. That's one thing. I don't know. I don't know. There's no good answer here. There's no good answer. All right. We're going to take a break. Probably not think about this, but we're going to take a break anyway. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. We are back. Um, I'm Bienvenue. going to... Bienvenue. Matt, did you, did you do any more thinking about the, uh, the previous email? Who's the father? Ooh, good question. That All was right. the thinking I, that was the thinking I just did. <laughs> that's a, that's actually a very good question. <laughs> uh, I wonder if the, if like that side of the family came up on twenty three and me exactly. All right, we're going to move on to a completely different topic. I'm excited. Story. This is the caller who um, you know to refluent. I uh, just wanted to respond to your question. I live in the District of Columbia, Washington, uh. D.C. And yeah, I just um, applied online, took five minutes, um, wrote a quick letter with letterhead saying why I should do it, uh, submitted two references, submitted $75, and they approved it and said to come in on Wednesday for one hour where I will learn everything I need to know and then swear in and become a notary. So yeah, Washington, D.C., um, you know, we're a hot mess, you know, but y'all send them here. Y'all send all the crazies here. So us that live here are <clears throat> surprisingly sane. All right. You guys have a great day. You guys are awesome. Bye-bye. I love I love your license plates. Taxation without representation. I mean, they're not wrong. No, not at all. Uh, I was just imagining that one hour class. It's like a like a. I was imagining like a like a uh, like an intensive one hour. People signing things, trying to trick you, like. And, you know, check this out. Then it's like, wrong. I wrote my initial, not my full middle name. Next signature. (laughs) Wrong. I just signed for my wife. I can't do that. This is just making me even more annoyed about the, the notary gatekeeping that happens here in California. It's a lot of gatekeeping everywhere. But California is rampant with it. It's redonkulous. <sighs> All right. We got another email about notary, being a notary mm-hmm. from Michelle. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, Holly, and Bo. I'm a notary in Massachusetts and became one as part of my job as an office manager in early 2020. I was shocked by how easy it was. I needed two character references, a notary, and a lawyer to sign a piece of paper, and then I paid a fee. There was no training. When I had a random notary sign the form, I asked him how I would know what to do, and he sent me a link to what materials I should buy. I did some outdoor distance notarizing for my office manager job, and since then have only done free notarizing for friends and neighbors. I often find myself saying, they didn't give me any training, so let's figure out together where I should stamp and sign. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty wild how loosey-goosey it is in Massachusetts. Dory, it's so wonderful to hear that you still manage to have a thriving social life, even with a toddler. Quite impressive. Best, Michelle. Well, I, I agree. To your final point, I think I'm only managed. I only manage to have a thriving social life because my husband doesn't leave the house. So you're welcome. What is this supposed to be? 
Thank it's you. just like I'm able to leave because like I oh, usually I don't, don't have, have to get a babysitter. <laughs> and you don't have plans. Correct. Because you, you don't well, my leave plans the house. usually at night. Usually my plans at night are to re- sit here and do this, but with a different right. person. So I am able to therefore have a social life. And I think that that's very cool. <laughs> just, um, wait. <laughs> just, just wait till we start tennising together. Then you're going to be like, well, how do we do this? Did you get your racket? Do we have time to tennis? No. Okay. Fine. Don't you know that I didn't get my racket yet because I've just been reading so much about rackets that I have decision <laughs> paralysis. <laughs> oh boy. I feel like if you get into tennis, oh, you're going to just like order so much stuff constantly. It's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, but think about it. Think about like, think about the, the, the fucking lobster we're going to have here lobbing balls at us. Oh my God. Oh, it's going to be no. great. You don't have room. Henry's going to be so good at tennis. He is, but I don't want us to get a lobster ball machine. Um, anyway, Michelle, thank you for letting us know that yet another state has easier notary requirements than good old California. Um, I should just I should just move back to Massachusetts so I can easily be a notary. Now, would you would you then be a notary at only in Massachusetts? I think it's state, right? Specific. Yeah, because it's state by state, right? Yeah. <laughs> but as we discussed, I think last time or two weeks ago, you know, some states allow remote notarying. Not California. Right. No. We refuse. The notary lobby is too strong here. That's what's going on. <sighs> All right. We need to get someone from Reddit in there with an audio recording to see what they're doing. Yes. The, what the notary. We need to bug the notary to. headquarters. <laughs> the headquarters of the California Notary Association. All right. Uh, this is from Alicia. Hello, I've been listening to Alice, the podcast since the beginning. Alicia. That's from when a man loves a woman. It's from what? The 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 Meg Ryan uh, what's his face movie? Alice Alicia. Anyway. Go ahead. Okay. Um I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning. I finally have a question that only kind of has to do with babies. We're going to Disneyland in October for a couple of days. And I was wondering if you could recommend some of Henry's favorite rides there and maybe some that a grown up. What? Andy Garcia says that line to Meg Ryan. Oh, okay. And maybe some that a grown up or teenager would enjoy with them as well. I have a two year old daughter and a 16 year old stepdaughter, and I really want to make sure they have a blast. Also, how are the characters meeting with Henry? Was he scared at first or jumped into it like no big deal? My daughter is apprehensive of the mascot of our local baseball team, the Albuquerque Isotopes. Orbit. I'm familiar. Thanks so much from Alicia, mom of one, family of five. Her sisters are part-time in 1,300 square feet with what I think is a 65-inch TV. This was brought into the relationship in the living room and my 32-inch in the bedroom. Hot dog, who knows? They're a little rare, but I know I've had a few this year. Thanks so much, Alicia. I know you mean rare in that you don't have them often because a rare hot dog would be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, look at him looking at orbit right now, and I get it. I get it. I get the fear. <laughs> I get the apprehension <laughs> in dealing with orbit. Uh, Henry um, was skeptical of the characters. Yes. Was like he? His approach, his approach to Mickey Mouse was very distant at first. Like he was like. Oh, oh okay. Yes, I do. Like, sort of like. I do vaguely remember this. 
Um, but then remember at Disney World, at Disney World, remember quickly. he wanted he wanted to um, go back like a thousand times. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that trip. Yeah. At yeah, first, yeah, yeah. he was apprehensive. Right. Oh, was he? I don't yes. remember him being apprehensive. I don't remember that. He was shy. He was like, oh my God, it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like, but he wasn't scared. No, but he like needed to suss out the situation and go through the line a couple of times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, he, boy. He, like anything, he's more comfortable, you know, the more he goes through the line. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, now to the other points. Uh, they'll have a great time. I would say Henry's favorite ride is Dumbo. Correct. I would agree with that. He'd probably, his actual favorite ride would probably be the Astro Orbiter because you have to take an elevator to get there. Mm. You know, on top of the people mover, they have that same ride mechanism. Mm hmm. In Disney World. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't get up there. Anyway. Two-year-old and the 16-year-old, they're going to have a blast. How, how tall is your two-year-old? What rides can they go on? Uh, that's a question to ask. And then, you know, it's going to be a matter of, like, getting on those Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion and uh, what else? I'm trying to think of, like, rides that really don't have a height restriction. Small World. People Mover. Small World. Oh, yeah. All of Fantasyland. Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinocchio is scary. I would yeah, of course just it is. be aware of that. Does Pinocchio exist in Disney World anymore? She's going to know. Disneyland. Oh. Oh. Well, don't go on the People Mover. <laughs> Why was I thinking World? <laughs> people Mover doesn't exist anymore. I don't anymore. know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mark Twain Riverboat. Uh, we've never we've never taken Henry on that, have we? Correct. Uh, yeah. So all of Fantasyland. Yeah, Pinocchio is scary. Snow White's scary as well. Mister Toad, I guess, is kind of scary too. Because Mister Toad is kind of scary. Yeah, you end up in Carousel. Hell. Um, Carousel, not scary. <laughs> Carousel, not scary. <laughs> Um, Star Wars Land is there. Henry enjoyed Rise of the Resistance as. But don't you have a, to a be forty inches old. tall? Yeah, that's never stopped anybody. So, I thought you said they checked his height like twenty times. Yeah, of course they did. So it, I mean, has it never stopped, stopped anybody people. who wasn't forty inches tall. Okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, um, you'll have fun. I think I I I kind of think you can't go wrong. If the if the grown up teenager doesn't have any whimsy in her heart, then she's not going to enjoy it. But if she has just a little bit of whimsy, she'll go on all those rides and it'll be delightful. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. Um, and none none of the none of the costumed characters are as scary as the isotope bear. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, this brings us to the end of the show. Thank you once again to our Patreon supporters. Um, Yes. We appreciate everyone over there. Who's been having a good time listening to us. Is probably having a great time now that we're doing bake off. Who knows? (coughs) Of course it was dessert week. Believe it or not, they had a week dedicated dessert on a show about baking. I couldn't believe I it myself. I, I was shocked. Turns out baking dessert in England just means putting in jello. Now. <laughs> but it does not mean cooking a steak. <laughs> for once. Uh, but yeah, if you support us at the federal level or above, you get your name read on the podcast every month. You also get the back catalog of episodes. There's plenty of episodes available. Have at it. Go nuts. 
please join us. We appreciate you. So I'll say thank you to Kate Marchanowski. Catherine Linnae. Catherine Shimmons. Catherine. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie Suvgen. I just tried to eliminate the pause by talking over you. So it didn't sound like a pause <laughs> to you, did it? It sounded like I was just right on time. Uh, it did sort of sound like you were talking over me. Oh, Kim Mestri. What? Christopher Finagy. You, you said Katie Suvagian. Suvagian. Yes. Suvagian. Uh, Christopher Finagy. Steve Agee? Steve Agian? No. I miss Steve. Christopher Finagy. Laura. Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Laura Vals. Laura Schultz. LFB. Liesel. Lindsay Gayotoku. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Lynn Nugent. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mary Wegman. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Nelson. Megana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. Merrill H. Michael Roth. Mike Zydek. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Molly. Mariah Adamic. Nancy Powell. Nicole B. Nikki Bossert. And Narantha. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. We'll hear you next week. Don't forget to email us. That's how there's a or show. Or call or text. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.